morning, and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about a lot of fun stuff, especially today. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and we have the fearless comedy production of Big Fun Radio Fun Time today. That sounds great. It is great. And you know why it's great is that Tim Wick, the artistic director of Fearless Comedy Productions, is my co-host. Hi, that's me. That's you. Thanks Take for away, having Tim. me. <laughs> Hi, welcome. Yeah, we're going to do some radio stuff, some radio plays. I wrote, I wrote a couple of uh, new radio shows. Yes. And I, I brought some members of Fearless Comedy here to help us out. I brought uh, some some people who have been here before for people who have, have heard us do this earlier in the year. I have Jason Kruger. Hi. And Bryn Berryhill. Hello, hello. And we have somebody brand new. Brand new. I mean, he's not new to Fearless, but he's new to uh, our performance here. James Fairbairn is with us today. Hi. Hi, James. Welcome. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> One of the things that I love about Fearless Comedy Productions and you sometimes just call yourselves fearless. Fearless. Just fearless. Fearless. Okay. We are fearless. You encourage, empower, and educate new artists as well as existing talents. Mm-hmm. And you explore the limits of comedy while striving to create a more diverse and inclusive environment. And you're dedicated to helping these voices reach an audience in the artistic community. Boom. And this is one way. We do it. This is one way. Reaching Hello, an audience. audience. <laughs> we're reaching you. Some of you might be in the artistic community. Some of you, some of you might not. But, but we're happy to have any of you here with us today. And I always enjoy the new shows you create. You create, yeah. you create new scenes for us each time, mm-hmm. and they they sometimes have a political uh, satire twist. Topical and topical, topical. and mm-hmm. topical. And we are also celebrating Halloween. So yeah. I think one of the one of the scenes does a really nice job celebrating Halloween. It, it might have a Halloween uh, theme to it. It, it, it might. It, it, for me, it does. Oh, good. It Good. Does. I'm it's glad to hear like that. It's like a scary things always. Yeah, it's it's a little creepy, a little, creepy. A little spooky, a little, a little spooky. A little get ready to get scared on your morning drive. But it is here big on fun Saturday. Radio fun time. It should be <laughs> big and fun. You know what else is big and fun? I should bring up. We have a show opening this coming week. Action movie. The play. That's right. Action movie. The play. It's a an action movie, but in play form. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> As if plays aren't action. Right? Yes. Yeah, it's the world premiere of an original show. It is produced by Fearless Company member Kyle Decker, and uh, it's a, and he also wrote it. He also wrote the, the show. It's a love letter and a send-up of your favorite action movies. It's going to open on Saturday, November 2nd, and run through November 16th. True confession. I am an action film junkie. Good. I love action movies. Good. I do. My understanding, and I because I because I didn't write the show, because I didn't produce it, I have not had an opportunity to see it yet, so I'm going to see it on opening night. I get to see it fresh with everybody else. And I, that's Saturday? Yeah, Saturday the 2nd, a week from today. That's right. References over 25 action movies, oh. including, I don't know, because I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Bryn, Bryn, you were at the original table read. Can you? Do you remember any of the action movies that it referenced at that point? A lot. A lot. There we go. Good. It is Kyle Good. Decker, so Good. references are kind of yeah, he's a, he's a He's a big old movie fan. So, so we can I, um, imagine some uh, fast car chases? I think so. We, I'm also told there's going to be a slow motion, like oh, any good action cool. movie. There is There is fighting. Uh, like any good action movie. Are, are there any bombs that go off? Uh, there is a uh, a character who is the spirit of special effects, so oh, I should hope I'm so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, cool. there, there are definitely bombs that are going to go and off. And there's some, like, you know, a little bit raunchy relationships here and there. <laughs> I, I, action I'm, movie does not have those things. Exactly. No. Exactly. I, I, yeah. We have, we have uh, four first-time performers with Fearless in the show as well. Calvin Adams, Adrian Lee, Emma Brashear and uh, Serena Scheifels. I hope I spell I, I pronounced all your names correctly, and I apologize if I did not. Uh, and the tickets are only ten dollars. Oh, what a deal! Available at fearlesscomedyproductions.tix.com. Now, I also want to mention there's a very special performance. That's right. On November fourteenth, it's a pay what you can show. So if you uh, cannot afford ten dollars, and I totally understand <laughs> in today's day and age that perhaps you can't on November fourteenth, which is Give to the Max Day, and we'll talk about that a bit more. Uh, we are going to be doing a very special performance. That's a pay what you can performance. That's Thursday the fourteenth of November, and immediately following that, we are going to do what we call karaoke to the max, which means basically we're going to have a big old karaoke party for the rest of the night. I also like to mention when you pay what you can, it may be more than $10. That's true. Because some people can 
pay more than 10 If you can afford to pay $50 for a ticket to one of our shows, I encourage you to afford that. Exactly. Please. We, we would love to have you do that. But, I mean, very seriously, I think pay what you can shows. A lot of companies in the Twin Cities do that. And uh, and it is done for a very important reason. We understand that there are a lot of people on a budget. And we understand that theater can be expensive. And we want theater to be something that is access has, that everyone has access to. And so that's why we do a pay what you can show. So if you don't have the money to, to go to a show at the Guthrie or, or somewhere like that, you can at least come and see Action Movie the play for whatever you can afford. And if that is nothing, that is fine. Nobody's going to look at you askance if you can't afford to pay anything. Just just come and watch the show. Fearless is all about giving artists a chance to try to do new work. And one of the important things about that is putting it in front of an audience. So we want to encourage anybody who wants to come out, whether they can pay or not, to come out on the 14th. I'd love to have all the actors here today just share a little bit about what they do with Fearless so that folks can see the variety of Fearless opportunities. Yeah, that sounds great. Jason. Sure. Um, I've Mostly I work as an actor uh, with Fearless. I've uh, done some directing because of the connections that I've made through Fearless. I've also gotten to do a little bit of writing. So as far as specifically to Fearless Productions, I'm an actor, but it's opened a lot of doors for me to do some other things too. Which you are directing a show right now that is not a fearless show, but does have some fearless connections. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of company members in it. It's called It's an Honorable Life, which is a Klingon parody of It's a Wonderful Life. And it also sends up a couple of other holiday specials that you likely would know. Will there be Klingon and then translation? Yes. So a lot of the show, although not all of it, will be in Klingon with super titles projected on the screen behind the performers. Um, And some of it is in English and some of it is in rhymed verse. In English, which is a very fun bit. I don't sort wanna... of a Shakespearean version. Uh, well, it's, it's more Susian. It's oh, okay, actually got it, got it. It's, uh, <laughs> there's a, par- a chunk of the show that's a parody of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So nice. Yeah, it's it's really fun. A lot of fights. Uh, fantastic group of performers. It's going to be performing at the Mounds weekends in December. Bryn, I remember the first time you were on our show, you were the newbie yes. to, to Fearless, but now you're seasoned. Oh yeah, no old hat. Uh, no, I, uh, I've i been with Fearless, what, two years now, I want to yeah. say? Yeah, uh, just about. Come Give to the Max, because it was during Give to the Max that was. Uh, Eric Thompson said, So, Bryn, when are you joining? And that happened. Uh, and I since have done that to a couple people. So uh, I am... Paying it forward, as it were. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Spreading the love. Uh, <laughs> I mostly do acting and improvising through Fearless, although I was uh, wrangled into doing... Uh, Stand up. That was fun. Uh, <laughs> I, it was to settle a bet that I wasn't funny and I lost. And uh, so I'll. I've Congratulations had, on losing. Yeah, right? I, Turns out you were funny. Apparently. <laughs> Who knew? People. Now I, I just can't say that I'm not funny anymore. That there was the go. deal. Um, mm. But now, but now uh, a lot of people are encouraging me to write. And so I'm looking at writing uh, a di- couple different things, either for Fearless or for other things. So. I don't know. It's it's a lot. When you get into Fearless, just a lot of people help to either open doors or encourage you to do things that you didn't think that you'd do. Well, I have to say it's wonderful to see you go from being the newbie to now being able to recruit others and be exploring all kinds of different craft with your art. Thank you. Soon you will be the, the what do I want to say, not seasoned um, Never mind. Old. Uh, yeah. The, the word you're looking for is old. No, I'm already there. <laughs> you got a ways to go, Bryn. <laughs> James. Yes. Hey, there you are. Yeah, here I am. Why don't you talk about? Well, uh, with with Fearless or with Give to the Max Day. With Fearless. With Fearless. Right now we're talking uh, Fearless. I I started with Fearless uh, five years ago uh, through Eric Thompson as well and uh, Salsa Sterling. And uh, got into fulfilling my dreams of doing stand-up and uh, doing improv again. Uh, I'd gotten into it in college, and then real life intruded, as it often does. Mm. And then uh, now I get to li- live that dream life uh, in in between the the real life segments. Uh, and then broke into vilification tennis, uh, which is not fearless, but which is fearless adjacent. And... Uh, now, uh, 
every every week, pretty much, I'm uh, I get to see these wonderful people and participate in events with them, and it's fantastic. Yeah, it 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 really we we try to just find opportunities for people to do crazy things and and just say uh, here's something coming up. Uh, why don't you sign up? Honestly, um, until I was a part of Fearless, I didn't introduce myself as a performer in the Twin Cities because I feel like I didn't have like enough background and like stuff going on in the Twin Cities. But now I introduce myself as a teacher and performer. So. Ooh, there, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, for me, before Fearless, I had free time. <laughs> uh, and then I got involved in a lot more just art and theater. So that doesn't exist for me anymore. The Klingon show is not Fearless's fault. It is. So that is my own Except fault. it kind of is. You got recruited by a Fearless <laughs> member to do it, didn't you? Uh, sort of. Yeah. I mean, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. So I know we only have a minute left in this segment, so I want to make sure that everyone knows about the action movie, The Play. Yeah. Opens Saturday, November 2nd, and it runs through the 16th. On the first weekend, it's Friday and Saturday. That's but right. following that. That's right. Following that. You got Thursday, Thursday Friday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. Sunday matinee. No, we don't have a Sunday matinee. No, Sunday There's only matinee. a Sunday the first weekend. Excuse me. Oh, only there we go. So it's, it's Saturday and Sunday the first weekend, November 2nd and 3rd. And then the following weekend, it is the 14th, 15th, and 16th. Got it. Got it. Is that right? No. It wouldn't be the following and it, weekend. It, it's just going to be a I, lot of fun, okay? So just yeah. the second through the 16th. You guys can look yeah. at your calendar. It's out there. Where is it playing? It is playing at Strike Theater in Minneapolis. Very cool place. Yeah, it's a great theater. Mm-hmm. Terrific. So I want you to go online. Tell them the website. Uh, FearlessComedyProductions.tix.com. Get the tickets now. You never Ten know. This, this action uh, play could like sell out. It should. So buy your tickets now. And when you come back, you're going to hear some really fun scenes that our friend Tim Wick has created for bum, us bum, and the bum. actors will bring to life. So stay with us. We'll be right back. I'm Peter Rackliff from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue, Brunson's Pub. Experience history and passion through the delicious menu, reflecting the Eastside's diversity. The choices are limitless. Salads, sandwiches, burgers, and shareable plates. Visit Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM 950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. I'm John Peterson of Ferndale Market, and I'm the third generation to grow turkeys on our family farm in Cannon Falls. We've grown them the same way since 1939, free range and without antibiotics. We're proud of the way our turkey tastes naturally, so we never add fillers or basting solutions. Just 100% pure turkey. And we're proud to remain an independent family farm. Looking for an extra special addition to this year's Thanksgiving feast? Our fresh, never-frozen turkeys remove the hassle of thawing and can be picked up just days before your celebration. Available at natural food stores across the region. Reserve your fresh, free-range Thanksgiving turkey for pickup at our store right on our farm in scenic Cannon Falls or at one of our retail partners. For more information on finding our Ferndale Market Thanksgiving turkey near you, visit us at ferndalemarket.com. That's ferndalemarket.com. Thank you for your support of local foods and farmers. We'll hope to see you at Ferndale Market soon. FerndaleMarket.com. I'm Connie Burek, co-host of Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. Join Michelle Kitzmiller and I as we focus on all aspects of health, wellness, spirituality, and growth from a mind, body, spirit, emotion perspective. On the Awakened Living Radio Show, we will discuss stress, self-care, fear, happiness, beliefs, communication, joy, pain, trauma, and more. Join us for the Awakened Living Infusion radio show Saturdays at 10 a.m. Let us share with you ways to infuse vitality into life. Hi, this is Ryan, owner of Snap Construction. It's been great working with so many of the passionate AM 950 listeners over the years. We have realized how important AM 950 is to the community. I want to see AM 950 continue to grow and continue to thrive into the future. To help continue to grow, Snap Construction will be putting up proceeds to assist the station in marketing on social media. Snap Construction encourages you to do your part by liking and sharing the content on AM 950 social media platforms. This is Chad, owner of AM 950. Ryan has always told me the best time to get work done is during the cold 
colder months of the year because demand is much lower. He is backing that up again by offering 30% off labor on windows and siding from now until the end of December. Call Snap Construction now to get 30% off labor on windows and siding. As always, Snap Construction stands by their work with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Trust the company AM950 Trust, Snap Construction, arguably the most well-reviewed roofing, siding, and window contractor in the metro area. Get a free estimate by calling 612-333-SNAP or find them online at snapconstruction.com. Financing options available. Imagine cyber criminals waiting outside your network, probing for weaknesses. What if you're next? Well, what if you had a team of experts to navigate you through these what-if waters? Hi, Mark Sommerfeld from Rymark with a unique offer, a free network security assessment. We'll uncover the hidden threats to your business and provide you with a map to peace of mind. Call 651-328-8900 or go to rymarkit.com to schedule your free security assessment and stop drowning in what-ifs. Welcome back to Connections Radio Shape. Today we are bringing big fun, radio fun time. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and my co-host is Tim Wick, who is the artistic director of the Fearless Productions that brings us big fun, radio fun time. That's all true. That is That's true. all true. I can't deny any of it. And today, much as I might try. You, you have designed two cool radio plays Right. For us. I wrote two shows, two little radio plays, two, two uh, brief little performances for our Fearless folks to uh, perform. The first one is called Storming the Meeting, and uh, I'm just going to say that that uh, one thing I enjoy about doing this stuff on 950 is that I can look at current events and perhaps write something that is a commentary on current events, and that's all I'm going to do so, to lead so in. So Storming the Meeting had some kind of like uh, antecedent that, some that sort inspired of real, you? Some sort of real world <laughs> inspiration, perhaps, all but right. it is complete fiction, complete okay. fiction, so there you go. And with that, we'll start with storming the meeting. All right, let's begin. Uh, Madam Chairperson, before we begin, I'd like to lodge a protest. Okay, Doug. What seems to be the problem? I'm upset that this isn't a public hearing. You're upset? Yes. That the meeting of this committee isn't a public hearing? Yes. You are upset that this meeting of the Lower Eden Prairie Tolkien Society Board of Directors isn't a public hearing. Yes. Where do you think the public should be able to sit in my living room, Doug? That's not my problem. No, it would be my problem. Exactly. Doug, we've been over this before. You can't keep us out. The door isn't locked, Paul. We have a right to be in this meeting. Just open the door, Paul. See, this is what I'm talking about. You won't even let Paul in. I have a cat on my lap, and the door is unlocked. Why don't you let him in? It isn't my job. Letting someone into a house isn't a job. Just open the freaking door. Hey, Doug. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. I brought Tom. Hi. Hi, Tom. I'm here to protest. We can't believe that you, a member of the Lord of the Rings films were amazing adaptations of Tolkien's work faction of the Lower Eden Prairie Tolkien Society, would hold a secret meeting without making it open to members of the anything that doesn't include Tom Bombadil's crap faction. Doug is a huge Bombadil apologist. Well, was he allowed at the meeting? He opened the door for you. How do they know I was representing their interests? Do you think Tom Bombadil should have been in the Lord of the Rings movies? I do. That's basically their entire interest. Was Mm. he going to tell us about what was discussed in this meeting, pursue it to the interests of Tom Bombadil and everything that he represents? The only thing on the agenda was discussing plans for snacks at the Feast of Aruhantail. Was there going to be a discussion of Tom Bombadil's role in the Feast of Aruhantail? Doug, were you going to bring up the role of Tom Bombadil in the Feast of Aruhantail? As far as I know, Tom Bombadil never participated in a Feast of Aruhantail. You see? He's got a point. He doesn't have a point. The only reason Tom Bombadil might not have come up is because he's not relevant to the Feast of Aruhantail. How could we have know that when this meeting was private. Doug would have told me. Doug, the person right there wearing the Make Bombadil Great Again hat. He has always found a way to make sure that Tom Bombadil gets into the minutes. Last week, when we were discussing the travesty that was the Hobbit films, he brought up the fact that he was disappointed with the lack of Tom Bombadil in those films, even though 
Tom Bombadil isn't in the Hobbit novel. You can't prove that. That's fake literature. Y you've read the book. You... You all have read the book. We've read a book that clearly suffers from anti-Bombadil bias. Tolkien hadn't made up the character yet. Where did you read that? Fake Tolkien. It's the actual book. Uh, there's some dispute about that, actually. Exactly. Have you ever read a version of The Hobbit with Tom Bombadil in it? Of course not. You see? How is that possible unless there was a conspiracy to keep Tom Bombadil out of The Hobbit? So you're trying to say that J.R.R. Tolkien conspired to keep Tom Bombadil out of The Hobbit? We'd never say that about Tolkien. Then what? Peter Jackson did it. Peter Jackson. After the success of the Lord of the Rings films... Peter Jackson went back and removed Tom Bombadil from every published copy of The Hobbit. How could he even do that? He made a lot of money off of those films. But my copy of The Hobbit was published in 1973. A lot of money. Okay. Even if that were true, and it isn't, but I'm going to humor you for reasons that defy understanding... If that were true, Peter Jackson would have had to secretly replace every copy of The Hobbit, including prior to the release of The Fellowship of the Ring in 2001, with a nearly identical copy, including the notes people, like me, had made in the margin. But he did not replace the copies of The Lord of the Rings that also contained Bom Tom Bombadil? Well, he couldn't do that, could he? Not after the uproar from right-minded fans who'd expected at least 20 minutes of Tom Bombadil in the Fellowship of the Ring. Which didn't even show up in the extended edition. So he had to leave Tom Bombadil intact in the Lord of the Rings books. But he could eliminate Tom Bombadil from The Hobbit because nobody was paying attention. Nobody was paying attention because Tom Bombadil isn't in The Hobbit! Of course he isn't. He, now? He wasn't ever! Well, there's no way to prove that, is there? Oh, my God. It's a good thing we stormed this meeting or the public might have never known how you weren't even going to discuss Tom Bombadil in relation to the Feast of Arun Hantail. Because, as we discussed earlier, he wasn't involved in the Feast of Arun Hantail, and Doug was going to bring that up! I was. See? But... Why should they take my word for it? See? It would be in the minutes. Well, who's taking the minutes? You? No, Dolores is taking the minutes. That's right. Has she been here this whole time? Yep. Sure and, have. And she is taking minutes that are going to be shared with everybody, the same as every other meeting of the directors. And we can read them? We send an email to every member of the society... With the minutes. Oh, yeah. I remember getting those. Have you ever read them? I did. Once. But they were super boring. You just talked about stuff like whether we were going to have brownies or Rice Krispie treats at the Feast of Arun Hantail. And that's what we're discussing tonight. Oh, Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies. Yeah, Rice Krispies for sure. Not even a contest. Get out of my house. But will the Rice Krispies be shaped like Tom Bombadil? Get out! <laughs> I want Tom Bombadil Rice Krispies <laughs> for Halloween now. I'm going to take this as my challenge. Good luck. How to create Tom Bombadil Rice Krispies. Hey, there's, there's, if you go online, you do a Google search, image search for Tom Bombadil, there's there definitely fan art. So. Okay, good, good. That I don't know me. if you'd find, I did not Google search, uh, I did not Google search Tom Bombadil Rice Krispie treats, uh, okay. so I can't speak for that. Well, that might be an original that I'll be able to create. Mm, you that. might be the first. You might be the first. Hopefully I've given your listeners an idea here today. Yeah. Thank you, Tim. That was an absolutely hysterical and delightful uh, storming the meeting with uh, layers of opportunity to relate back to. Layers. <laughs> layers of opportunity, indeed. Unfortunately, some news broke after I wrote this that apparently the, the folks who stormed the meeting at the Capitol Hill uh, had been invited. <laughs> To the meeting, and we're and we're welcome to go. Just not so, with pizza and cell phones, yeah, please. Yeah. I, I so anyway, but I didn't get that 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 wasn't in there because I wrote this before that happened. <laughs> oh. The news just moves too fast. Well, thank you all for listening in to storming the meeting. We've got another great scene coming up in our our next segment. So stay with us uh, because the next one's kind of creepy and perfect for Ooh. Halloween. Ooh. 
So we're right back. You're listening to Connections Radio Show here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, also the fun voice of Minnesota today. Finding a lawyer is incredibly stressful. It can be tough to know where to start. So start with the Hennepin County Bar Association. They can connect you with over 200 thoroughly vetted, qualified attorneys practicing in over 50 areas of law. Not sure if you need an attorney or what type of attorney to request? The referral counselors at Hennepin County Bar Association can help. Call 612-752-6666 or search for Hennepin County Bar Association. The right call for the right lawyer. Waking up is easy when you look forward to breakfast. Serve seven days a week at the Downtowner Woodfire Grill in St. Paul. Try eggs your way with hash browns, bacon, or sausage. There are four delicious varieties of eggs benedict that should not be missed. And buttermilk pancakes, waffles, or French toast are always fresh off the griddle. How about a Bloody Mary or screwdriver from the bar? The Downtowner Woodfire Grill is located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking or online at downtownerwoodfire.com. Hi, this is Ken Hagland, host of Living Healthy and Aging Well, inviting you to listen to our new show airing on Saturdays from noon to one, where we talk about your health and your life and provide insights to living and aging well. Each week, we provide answers to important questions regarding health care, elder care, end-of-life care, and caregiver support to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your highest quality of life today. Please join us every Saturday from noon to one for Living Healthy and Aging Well. Marijuana legalization might not mean a lot to you professionally, but it may to your clients and employees, bankers and investors, property owners and landlords. Minnesota Lawyer has got your back with the CanCon Business Symposium on Wednesday, November 6th at the Depot, Minneapolis. Denver-based researcher the Marijuana Policy Group will present data on the economic impact legislation has had in Colorado and how that might translate to Minnesota. You'll hear from professionals in other states that legalized marijuana about what's at stake for you. Human resources professionals can learn about the effects on employees and how the hiring process could change. Attorneys will learn how to protect their clients. Commercial real estate brokers and agents will hear about investment opportunities from an expert panel. Speakers include Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry, Speaker of the House Ryan Winkler, and Senators Melissa Franzen, Jeff Hayden, and Scott Jensen, as well as several Minnesota business leaders. Learn strategies that work at the CanCon Business Symposium on Wednesday, November 6th at the Depot, Minneapolis. Register now at CanConMN.com. Litton's Party Value is your Halloween headquarters. All Halloween-specific items will be an extra 20% off our low warehouse prices. Litton's Party Value has its best costumes for toddlers, kids' favorite licensed costumes, and adult costumes. Litton's Party Value has a great selection of tableware, decorations, and props to put the haunt into your Halloween horror show. Shop Litton's Party Value's new location at 913 Plymouth Avenue North, Minneapolis. Free parking or shop Litton's online at partyvalue.com. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Today's going to be sunny with a high near 56. Tonight there's increasing clouds, low around 37. Tomorrow mostly sunny with a high near 43. Monday partly sunny with a high near 38. And Tuesday partly sunny with a high near 38. The Eat Local Minnesota Restaurant of the Week is the Downtowner Woodfire Grill. The Downtowner is the perfect choice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Once you experience their cozy fireside dining, delicious food, and extensive wine list, you'll be back for more. Come visit them at 253 West 7th Street in St. Paul. More info at downtownerwoodfire.com. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and today we are bringing big fun, radio fun time with Fearless Productions. And my co-host today is Tim Wick, who is the artistic director of Fearless Productions. Yeah, I am. That's yes, true. You are. And you write, too. I do. That's kind of my thing. Yeah. I, I like to write. I enjoy writing. And you've been writing for our show for a while now. I have. It's fun. It is fun. I, because it's big fun. Big fun. <laughs> radio. Big fun, fun radio, fun time. That's right. And we've got a we've got a second play today. I thought about the fact that we've got Halloween coming up, and I wanted to write a little a uh, little horror piece. So, uh, and what I, what I thought about when I was writing this is how you know we talk about how all politics is local, and I got to thinking, well, you know, really all horror is also local. So that's that's <laughs> the inspiration for what you're about to hear, which is called the Lobster Pot of Doom. <gasps> yeah, there you go. <clears throat> Welcome back to Radio KTQ in Port Harbor, Maine, your home for Halloween fright. 
Tonight we have a special treat. We've dipped into our archives from the golden age of radio and have found a spooky tale that originally aired on October 30th, 1932. The script originally penned by Robert Borkland, although I should clarify that he actually typed the script, but the term penned is a term sometimes used to indicate someone wrote material regardless of the medium they used to write it. Anyway, Borkland created this script for a short-lived series entitled Tales from the Crypt Harbor, a horror anthology series about creatures in and around the lobster fisheries of the Maine coast. Episodes would follow a typical theme with a lobster fisherman experiencing strange, unexplained occurrences as he pulled his traps up from the bottom of the ocean. Those occurrences would become more strange and more unexplained until, at the end of the episode, something horrifying would happen. The episodes were made more authentic by the fact the main voice actor, Paul Newcastle, was himself a lobster fisherman who had once trapped a lobster with two heads. The popularity of the series was such that residents of Port Harmer would tune in every Sunday night to listen for almost two months. Tonight we're going to play for you Robert Borkland's The Lobster Pot of Doom from the original 1932 recording. It is notable not only for being the only episode to feature Frida Newcastle, Paul Newcastle's wife, in a prominent role, but also the fact that sound effects technician Vladimir Hunter was unable to make the taping due to the fact he was faced with particularly heavy chop on his way back to the harbor station. Harbor. Station manager Clint Clinterbottom filled in performing all of the sound effects entirely with his voice. So please enjoy this pre-Halloween presentation of The Lobster Pot of Doom. Bong bong. Bong bong. Foghorn. Jerome Gartner, intrepid lobsterman of Port Harbor, Maine, is standing on his porch, smoking a pipe. He's troubled, because there's a bad moon. It's a bad moon tonight. What's that, dear? I said it's a bad moon tonight. It's troubling. Oh, do me a favor, Jerome. Don't go harvesting your traps tonight. I've got to, Mary. If I don't harvest those pots, there's no way little Emily will ever have enough money for college. I wanted to have the life I never had. You're wonderful, Father Jerome. But I'm afraid for you. There's a bad moon tonight. Moon or no moon, I've got lobsters to catch. Foghorn. Well, if you're going out on a night like tonight, I'm going with you. I'd try to stop you, Mary, but I know how headstrong you are. It's true. I'm very headstrong. Let me go inside and get my shawl. It can be cold out there on the ocean, especially at night, when there's a bad moon. Meanwhile, across the bay, Toby Jack and Apple is on the water, harvesting his traps. Bong-ong, bong-ong. This trap is heavy. I must have caught more lobsters than usual. Once I sell them, I might be able to buy three beers at the bar and have enough left over to patch the hole in my boat. What a life it is, lobstering. A man could get rich. Awfully heavy, this trap. I ain't never caught so many lobsters at one time. Oh, God. That's no lobster. Why, that's it. I don't even know what it is. Stay away. Stay away from me now! I've got a trap hook and a couple of flares, and I ain't afraid to use them on you! Oh, God, no! Ah! Toby never made it back to the bar that night, or any night after that. Eventually, Harvey Newmington bought his lobster trapping license, and that license has been with his family ever since. Meanwhile, back across the bay, Jerome and Mary Gortner are pulling out into the water. Oh, God, no. Did you hear that, Jerome? All I hear is the wind, Mary. Oh, I guess I'm a little jumpy on account of the bad moon. Me too, Mary. Me too. Is little Emily going to be okay? Oh, sure. I put her in bed and closed the door. She's almost three now, so I'm sure she can take care of herself while you and I spend the next six hours harvesting lobsters. You're a good woman, Mary. 
boat, 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 Sitting in his boat is a lobster pot, but it looks very unusual. It looks as if something was very strong has ripped the pot open from the inside. Bum, bum, bum! Could a lobster do that, Jerome? I don't think it could, Mary. Ah! What was it, Mary? Look, look what just struck the side of our boat. It's a hand! I recognize that hand. It's Toby's hand. Well... Where is the rest of him? I don't know, Mary. I don't know. That bad moon is looking a great deal worse now, Jerome. It sure is, Mary. It sure is. Both Jerome and Mary felt a sense of foreboding as they motored ahead. But their minds turned back to work as Jerome used his searchlight to scan the waves for the floating bobbers painted the distinctive purple and green that indicated lobster pots that belonged to Jerome and not another licensed lobster fisherman from Port Harbor. There's one, Jerome. I see it, Mary. Get your lobster hook. And haul it on board. Splash. Uh, hook. Mm, hook. Uh, clank. Uh, uh, bum, bum, bum. Dear God. What is it, Jerome? This trap has been completely destroyed from the inside. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, I don't like this, Jerome. First, a bad moon, and then Toby's hand in the water, and now two traps torn apart from the inside. What could be going on? It's probably just a very strong tide, Mary. Oh, okay, but aren't lobster traps designed so that they aren't really affected by the tide? That's why it would have to be a really strong one, Mary. Stronger than we've ever seen before. Oh, I'm frightened, Jerome. Me too, Mary. Me too. Meanwhile, across the bay, Ned McGillicuddy tended to the lighthouse on Port Harbor Bay Point. Foghorn. It's a lonely life as a lighthouse keeper. I could use a little excitement. What was that I heard? I'll take a look at the beach the next time my light sweeps around. I'm not sure what I just saw. The light sweeps by so fast. But I think I saw a man on the beach. <laughs> yes, now that the light has swept by again, I've gotten a closer look at the man on the beach. Although he is moving closer to the lighthouse, it would seem. It looked like one of his arms was different from the other. <laughs> I saw it more clearly that time. One of his arms definitely looked like a lobster claw. But that's clearly impossible. It must be a trick of the lighthouse lamp. I'm going to grab a searchlight and see if I can take a better look. Well, I can't see it any longer. It seems to have moved too close to the lighthouse for me to see from my angle. Good thing I have a big, heavy iron door so it won't be able to get inside. Bunk! 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 Crash! That sounded exactly like a door falling off of its hinges. There aren't any other doors but for the one on the Port Harbor Bay Point Lighthouse, so that means it was probably my door. Oh no! It's a creature that looks to be half human and half lobster! Oh my god, you have the face of... Stay away! Ah! Foghorn! Meanwhile, not far from Port Harbor Bay Point. Oh, that's strange. What's that, Jerome? The fact that we've pulled up three lobster pots now, and they all seem to have been destroyed from the inside? Bum, bum, bum! Not that, Mary, though it definitely is strange. I'm referring to the fact that the light at Port Harbor Bay Point Lighthouse, which has burned for nearly 50 years, just went out. Could a 
Bad moon do that, Jerome? I don't think it could, Mary. I don't think it could. Should we investigate the lighthouse, Jerome? Or should we go home and do it later, when the moon isn't quite so bad? Let's do it now, Mary. All right, Jerome. But I'm... I'm frightened. Me too, Mary. Me too. Mary and Jerome quietly pull up to the beach at Port Harbor Bay Point. As they step out onto the sand, the waves casually lap at the beach. Oh, Jerome, look! What is it, Mary? It looks like footprints, but they are very strange, aren't they? Yes, they are, Mary, because they look like the footprints of a man and a giant man-sized lobster walking next to each other. Bum, bum, bum! But why would a man and a giant man-sized lobster walk next to each other like that? I don't know, Mary. I don't know. Oh, Jerome, let's go home. We can't, Mary. We have to find out if Ned the Lighthouse Keeper is okay. The lighthouse is out for the first time in 50 years, Jerome. I think that's a pretty good indicator that he isn't okay. We won't know for sure until we look. Couldn't we just wait until morning when the bad moon has set? We could never be certain that there wouldn't be a bad sun in the morning. Best just do it now. Bunk, bunk, bunk. Hello? Ned, we couldn't help but notice that the lighthouse light is out. What were those sounds? They sounded half lobster and half human. I've been a lobster fisherman all my life and I've never heard anything like it. Crash! C crash! It's coming from behind that door. Oh, don't open the door, Jerome. I have to, Mary. You literally don't. We could just leave. Think about our poor Emily at home. I am thinking of her, Mary. I'm doing this for her. That makes absolutely no sense. I'm begging you not to open that door. Creep! Ah! Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to startle you. My God, you're some kind of creature that's half lobster and half human. And your face looks like the combination of a lobster and Char Charlie Populander, who disappeared the last time there was a bad moon. That's because I'm Charlie Populander, who has been genetically fused with a lobster. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, my God. What happened to you, Charlie? <laughs> Funny story, really. <laughs> you remember the last time there was a bad moon? Yes. yes. Well, I was out pulling up traps with Toby and Ned, and we got to talking about whether or not it would be possible to combine human and lobster DNA. None of us knew anything about genetics, but we figured if we just took a very large lobster and a normal human and wrapped them together using wire, they would likely fuse into a single being if they were struck by lightning. We drew straws and it ended up being me who got to do the experiment. That sounds disturbing and unnatural. The lobster sure didn't like it. Anyway, I eventually was struck by lightning with such force, it knocked me overboard. I had fused with a lobster and became a creature I like to call Man Lobster. Not Lobster Man? No. Man Lobster. Because Lobster Man is easier to say. Look, if you get fused with a lobster, you can totally call yourself Lobster Woman. But I'm Man Lobster, okay? Fine. So... Did you vow to return at the next bad moon to get your revenge on Ned and Toby? No, actually. I wanted to show them how great it worked. Unfortunately, when I was hit by lightning, they were two, and it caused amnesia. They didn't remember our experiment or even that I existed. So when I approached them tonight, they both screamed and ran. Toby was on his boat, so he ran right into the ocean. I tried to grab him with my lobster claw hand, but it just cut off his hand and he fell into the water and drowned. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, and when I came to see Ned, he ran away from me and right into the lighthouse light. Those things are super hot. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, so he hit the light and his skin began to burn right away. I figured that maybe I could pull him off, so I turned off the light, but by the time I got back, it was too late. Poor Ned. But we never found Toby's body. No. Um, okay, this is kind of embarrassing, but do you know lobsters are bottom feeders, right? They feed on dead stuff at the bottom of the ocean. Well, I never had anything as fresh as Toby, so I couldn't help myself. Uh, what about 
Ned. Well, he was cooked, so that was a treat. This is all horrifying. Well, it is a bad moon. That's what I've been saying. What are you going to do with us now? Me? Oh, nothing. I was just going to go back into the ocean. And break more lobster pots? Yeah, my bad there. I can't stop myself from going after the chum in the pot, so I crawl in, eat it, and then I'm trapped, kind of. Being a human-sized man lobster, I can just sort of muscle my way out. Wow, okay, this, uh... This did not go the way I thought it would. So I can go? Uh, will you promise never to terrorize Port Harbor again? Um, sure. Oh, Jerome, let him go. I used to have a crush on Charlie. You did? Do you still... No, don't have a thing for lobsters. Sorry. All right, Charlie, I'm letting you go this time, but if you ever return to Port Harbor, there's going to be a huge pot of boiling water with your name on okay, it. Okay, jeez, I'll find some other lobster village on the coast of Maine to terrorize. Oh, sounds good. Good to see you, Charlie. Good to see you too, Jerome. And Mary, if things with Jerome ever... Not going to happen, Charlie. Right, half lobster. I get it. I'll get going. I'll send you a postcard when I settle down. Good to see both of you. And so ends the story of the Lobster Pot of Doom. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Tales from the Crypt Harbor. Join us next week for a new show titled The Lobster Pot of Fate. Bum, bum, bum. And you just listened to Fearless Productions' Lobster Pot of Doom. And we'll be right back after a few announcements to tell you more about Fearless Comedy Productions, the wonderful work that they're doing, and uh, Go for the Max coming up. That give we to want. the Max. Give, give, to, the give max. to the Max. Go, give, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> we'll be right back. Thanks for listening. I'm Peter Rackliff from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue. Brunson's Pub is a place where history and passion are a part of every detail, starting with the menu. The Payne-Phelan neighborhood arose from Dakota people who lived here for hundreds of years and pioneering immigrant communities, Irish, Swedes, German, and Italians, who made the East Side their home. More recently, waves of new residents from Asia, Latin America, and Africa continue the rich immigrant history and are revitalizing the community's cultural life and economy. Come experience Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. Replace your tired appliances with beautiful new energy efficient ones from Warner Stellion and we'll buy your trades for 50 bucks each. That's right. Choose from our huge selection of qualifying top-rated appliances. Buy at our guaranteed lowest price and we'll buy your trades for 50 bucks each. Plus, we'll still include our trusted fast free delivery and 18 months interest-free financing. This is an exclusive very limited time offer from Minnesota's own appliance specialist Warner Stellion. This is Ellie Krug from Ellie 2.0 Radio on Mondays from 7 to 8 a.m. Many listeners know that I founded Human Inspiration Works, LLC, which trains on human inclusivity and on how to be welcoming, diverse humans. Today, organizations of all sizes find that they need to train team members on diversity and inclusion. I can do that. Many say that my trainings change the way they see the world. I'd love to help make your organization more welcoming. For more information, go to humaninspirationworks.com. Thank you. Join the university's Bakken Center for Spirituality and Healing for two special events featuring senior MIT lecturer, founding chair of the Presencing Institute, and frequent Huffington Post contributor, Dr. Otto Scharmer. Monday, November 4th, Otto will be presenting a full-day workshop on sensing and actualizing emerging future opportunities, both individually and collectively. Participants will learn and apply the seven capacities of the deep leadership cycle that help change makers to transcend old behavioral patterns, realize new possibilities, and enable transformation and innovation. Light breakfast and lunch is included in the cost of registration. On Tuesday, November 5th, Otto Scharmer will be presenting a lecture called Moving from Ego System to Ecosystem, which will explore concepts of systems evolution and transformation in economies, healthcare, and education. He will make the 
case for a shift in consciousness and action from a focus on individual well-being towards that of the collective. Space is limited. Register now at csh.umn.edu. For joining us on Connections Radio Show this week, uh, we have been having just a blast with Fearless Comedy Productions, and we have had the opportunity to hear from some great actors and have Tim Wick, who is my co-host and the artistic director of Fearless Productions, bring us some great new scenes. Thanks. Glad you enjoyed them. I love them. I think they're hysterical, and it's always fun to have big fun radio fun time. Woohoo! That's right, and. Would you reintroduce the actors? Yeah, the very quickly. Uh, once again, we have uh, we have Jason Kruger. Hello. Who got to play multiple roles in that last yeah. one. We have Bryn Berryhill. Hello, hello. And then we have James, who did a fabulous job as our fill-in sound effects technician, James Fairbairn. Ah, thank you. You're welcome. So give to the max. Give to the Max. So we got to talk about this really quickly. Give to the Max is a very big uh, fundraiser opportunity for all nonprofits that takes place in Minnesota on November 14th. We start raising money on November 1st. You can find out about it at our website, fearlesscomedyproductions.com. We have several teams that are looking to raise money. Our goal is to raise over $10,000 for Fearless. And uh, that's really important just because when we do shows like Action Movie the Play, we're doing a completely un... un unknown kind of production and uh, we want to be able to afford to do shows like that whether or not we manage to fill the house and we want to fill the house we want people to come and see these shows but we also want our performers and our producers to have the opportunity to create shows and that's why we raise money so on give to the back stay on the 14th we're going to have a performance of action movie the play then following that that show at nine o'clock we will have karaoke to the max a free karaoke event where you can come out and you can sing and you'll have an opportunity you can donate money to fearless and we'll bump you up to the top of the queue or uh, if you want, you can uh, donate extra money to force me to do karaoke to the song Africa by Toto. Our feelings. It's not <laughs> because Africa by Toto is not in my range and it will be a painful and horrifying experience. You are a singer, though. I, I am that, a singer. I know that you're a good singer. It, but it, it'll be an experience. Um, we also are going to do, starting on November 1st, we're going to do an online uh, escape room. So you can f- follow this puzzle online, and I'll be your kind of contact to guide you through the the clues and everything. And uh, if you can get all the way to the end of the escape room by the 14th of November, you can come to Strike. We will have a lockbox there, and if you can unlock the, the lockbox, there will be prizes inside. So you don't have to contribute anything to do that. But and I remember also- last year you also had, like, competitions to do like weird yes. things yeah we have a bunch of different teams my team is team harmony so it's that singing thing again and and we have challenges uh, everybody here is on a different team what team are you on jason i'm on team kigurumi so kigurumi is like the animal onesie thing yeah i'm on team action movie and uh one of my favorite things is uh the shock and awe challenge where we'll be zapped with a shock collar telling <laughs> jokes and i'm part of fearless fighters we're going to be doing things with swords and fighting and inflatables and yeah, stuff if my group raises 500 dollars, we're all gonna have to have 80s hair for karaoke to the max <laughs> so i'm gonna have to get a mullet wig so 500 dollars. that's all we need to do all right so support fearless productions this is a great uh, organization bringing us great fearless comedy and thank Thank you all for joining us today and thank you for performing and writing this great show. Thanks for having us. I want you to